This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Good morning. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. As always, if you have any questions during the show, please give us a call, 877-269-0839, or you can visit us on the web at navigatingretirementradio.com, or you can visit us at chancefinancialgroup.com. Please leave, please send us an email, leave us your questions, and uh, if if they're good and juicy, we'll probably use them on the show. Uh, as always, joining us this morning, Tony. Tony Shore, are you there? I am here, and I am ready, Travis. Uh, I'm excited about this show today. It sounds like a good one, talking about uh, uh, some tips for pre-retirees. Uh, I'm included in that. Uh, I'm getting close anyway to where I really uh, need to think about it more and more and more as I go, right? Absolutely. Uh, Tony, you know, I think so many times and, and I'm, I'm just as guilty as, you know, as any, as anyone, as far as, uh, you know, focusing on one specific topic usually, you know, is, is very easy to do, but one of the things that I, I want to do with, uh, with our listeners is there's a lot of people in our area that obviously baby boomer generation uh just crest i mean just starting to crest uh you know the first baby boomers are just now taking their required minimum distributions and that's great but what about the wave that hasn't quite begun to crest what about pre-retirees right uh what about those that are between the ages of you know 55 to 60, 65 years old. Uh, there's a lot of these, uh, of these, these guys and, and ladies, and, and that's, that's what I want to focus on today. Cause you know, I think, I, I think on the show, especially, you know, here lately, we spent so much time talking about things to, to help you in retirement, but let's talk about some of the, some of the pre-retirement issues that you may face so that you may run into. And before we start, let me, let me tell you how I, how I picked the topic. Uh, usually I pick the topic based on the, the week prior, uh, of appointments. Now, don't get me wrong. For those of you who, who we meet with, obviously, uh, the names, genders, ages, et cetera, have been changed to protect the innocent. However, uh, that's how I get my material is, is I'm like, that would be a great radio show. So I had a pre-retiree, uh, that came into our office and, uh, this person was a, was, was just phenomenal. I mean, uh, they were, they were very energetic, uh, really and truly, uh, just had done a great job of planning. And Tony, I, I was so happy for this person because they were 57 years old and about to, to retire from their job. And they had done such a great job of planning that they were actually going to make as much or more in retirement than they did when they were working. 
And, and, and this person had done such a great job that we basically, you know, tightened up some of the loose ends, but they, they were in a position that a lot of retirees wish they were in, in that their income level was actually going to exceed just about where they were at this point, you know, at, at this point in their working career. And, and I can't tell you how, how good it was, how good it felt to be able to, to help this person and say, you know, I really want to commend you, but you, you've done it. I mean, you, you have achieved this and, uh, you know, basically, basically she, um, it was a, she, she actually had a number of things going, going in, in her direction. Uh, one of which being a pension. Now, a lot of times what, uh, what we find is they're, uh, pensions are have gone the way of the dodo bird, Tony. They they're like the dinosaurs. You know, you might you might stumble across one if you dig hard enough, but uh, you don't see many roaming the earth at this point. <laughs> no, no, I guess you don't in the movies, of course. Well, well, what I mean is pensions are pensions obviously started to phase uh, the the I guess the decline of pensions. Uh, started back in the you know the the mid seventies sure. early eighties et cetera, and what you've got is you've got a lot of retirees now or pre retirees that are are getting to that phase, and if you're lucky enough to still have a pension, congratulations, that yeah. is terrific. But if you don't, you know, I wanted to talk about some of the key considerations that uh, that you need to think about. And first and foremost, I, I found an, an article on CNBC that was very, very helpful. I, I think for a lot of retirees, it's called uh, getting close to retirement and some of the key considerations that you need to, to consider. And I want to share some of these statistics with you and, sure. and let's let's talk well, about them. So, well, but but first, uh, I, I do have to say that um, uh, obviously uh, a lot of people out there uh, need to understand how this works. And if they need help, that's what you do every day, right? Help with Abs this. And, and I always say when talking about pensions, you know, you've heard the old phrase, um, uh, they've got, it's gone the way of the Buffalo mm -hmm. because, uh, Buffalo, uh, almost died out, but now they've, they've brought the Buffalo back. So that phrase doesn't work. So my phrase is it's gone the way of the pension. So the pension has gone the way of the pension. That's what I'm saying. Oh Lord, have mercy, Tony. Yep. Well, whatever, whatever you need to to make that connection, my friend. All right. Okay. Uh, but no, no. That's I mean that's that's why I said it's gone the way of the dinosaur. You know, I mean the pension. You yeah, the pension because most of the time now that's that's something that that is not going to be available or. You know, we I think we talked in the last few weeks. There's several companies that uh, are are locally in our area that you're starting to see pensions phase out, be frozen, uh, can't accrue uh, any more benefits, or they're putting a cap on them. I mean, and and why do you think that is? It it's because you you have a a growing retire retirement population, and they're staying in you know, in, in receipt of these benefits for a period of, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years in some cases. Um, you know, I've got a, I've got a client that came in and I was asking about their health history and, and about their, their family history, a husband and wife, uh, husband and wife, the, the wife, her dad retired at 62 
And his, no one in his family, no one in his immediate family ever lived to be 50. I think 58 was the oldest. He's 83 right now and still has a job. Like he retired and started working at another job. And he's been working 20 years. He's almost ready to retire at his second job and thought he was retiring because he wanted to enjoy himself. So, I mean, that's the reason why some of these pensions are, are really starting to to be capped and to be done away with is because, you know, the liabilities have gotten to the point where the companies can't can't do it. So anyway, that's a totally, totally different topic. But but let's talk about the pre-retirees. Why do people normal, normally retire? Well, out of those surveyed, uh, the majority, Tony wanted to do other things. They, you know, they'd been working in that, that one position for, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years in some cases, and they wanted to do other things. Uh, number two, they wanted to spend more time with family. Uh, number three was poor health. And I hear that I hear this more often than not is, is the poor health of, you know, well, I want to enjoy it while I've got my health, et cetera. But in, in all actuality, with advances in modern medicine, I'll give you another great example. I've got a client in their 70s, uh, just had a knee replacement, and literally she went from being immobile to now. I mean, I think she's taken two trips abroad, uh, you know, one to two weeks at a time. I mean, uh, we're not talking about your your grandfather's knee replacement, you know, where, you know, that's something that's that's going to be debilitating. I mean, it really today with the techniques and some of the, the non-invasive surgeries that can be performed, uh, poor health is probably falling at a, at a very rapid pace. Uh, a lot of a lot of people also, you know, are worried about, well, you know, what if, what if I retire or, you know, I'm 55, 60 years old. Uh, if I go ahead and retire, maybe I can avoid being forced out. Uh, I would say very few people are going to fall in that category at this point. Now, back during the recession, back in 2008. And I mean, how, how do you, how do you plan for a black swan like a 2008? You know, oh. I mean, when they were trying to cut the labor force, I mean, obviously, that was an issue now, not so much. We're in a, a pretty growing, booming economy. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. But some of the things I would say, some of the tips uh, to think about if you're if you're retiring or if you think you're going to retire in the in the next five to 10 years, first and foremost, and you've heard me talk about it for those over 65 numerous shows, you cannot overlook the most uh, the most commonly overlooked expense, and that is healthcare. If you are between 55 and 64 years old, you are going to have to pay for what? For healthcare. Yeah. Because you're not going to be eligible for Medicare, which kicks in at 65. So, you know, at 65, you can, you can pretty well, and if, if your employer doesn't allow you to keep your health insurance, or if you're not state or, you know, a military, uh, military dependent, you can, in most key, most cases, keep those healthcare plans. But for all of us in the private sector, you're probably not going to be able to. So, that's something that you really need to think about because Tony, I know, I know we're, we're from different areas, but, uh, in Georgia, uh, it is, it is, it is ridiculous 
ridiculous what healthcare costs in our area. And we've had so many carriers leave our area that there's so few, so few to choose from that we really have, have seen a spike that is almost, you know, it's almost astronomical in some cases. Well, so, I think that's pretty much nationwide. Uh, oh, Travis. Absolutely. I, I, uh, healthcare costs, the cost of healthcare and healthcare insurance has skyrocketed. And you make a great point there. Uh, really, part of this discussion, a big part of it has to be when do you want to retire? And uh, from what you're saying, I think about what if your spouse is much younger or much older than you? And uh, let's say there's a husband and wife out there and the wife is 10 years older than the husband. So she wants to, you know, retire at 65, but they'd like to retire together. He's only 55. If he quits his job, and his job, you know, subsidizes his health care, his health care is going to be outrageously expensive uh, mm-hmm. after, if he has to get it on his own. And mm-hmm. without his working income, unless he has planned for that, right? I, I mean, mm-hmm. am I right? Absolutely. Well, you know, and for most people, health care is almost as much as their their mortgage payment. And, and if you're going to retire at 55, 60, 62, 63, 64, et cetera. Uh, if your health care is not going to be provided by your employer whom you retire from, you need to plan on that being a fixed expense. Uh, you know, how much should you plan? Well, that that depends on a lot of factors. But like you said, Tony, if you're single, obviously it has a fixed cost pretty much. Uh, if, you, if you're um, if you're married, that also is going to play into it. But, you know, typically right now, if you just look at a 65-year-old couple, uh, not the pre-retiree, but the actual retiree and beyond, you're going to spend 280000 over the remainder of your life at 65. But pre-65, you know, you think if you're, let's just, I'm just going to give you a number. Let's say you have no dependents, just a married couple. You know, you could pay anywhere between $1,000, $1,500 a month. Uh, so if you retire at 60 years old and you have five years, you know, you're talking, I know you said there would be no math on the show, but I'm, I'm going to do a little <laughs> bit of math. But uh, if you're talking about just say 1500 bucks a month, that's 18,000 a year. So you're planning for about $90,000 of cost retiring at age 60 and having to, to supplement your own health care during that time. Now, your portfolio, your retirement assets, they may be able to cover that. That's that's fine. But you need to also know how much of an impact is that going to have on your retirement and, and spending that chunk going into, uh, you know, the next 20, 30 years. Because technically, if you retire at 60, chances are you may be planning for a 30-year vacation because, once again, Life expectancy, 85, uh, 83 to 85 for men, 85 to 87 for women. And if both of you retire at age 65 or, or are retired at 65 and you don't have any of the, the big health issues, you know, cancer, heart disease, uh, COPD, diabetes, et cetera, chances are there's a 50% probability that one of you will reach age 92. So, you know, these are these are all things that we need to consider. So when we come back, we're going to keep on this topic and we're going to talk about some additional tips on how to plan for pre-retirees with navigating your retirement with Travis Chance. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual? 
that can help you address and plan for retirement? Navigating the Storm by Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management can provide you with information to help plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. Navigating the Storm will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit NavigatingRetirementRadio.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's NavigatingRetirementRadio.com. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Travis, what a great discussion today. And I know you're talking about a lot of different things, but really uh, being prepared for retirement. What do pre-retirees need to know? What do we need to do? So you're giving us some tips for preparing and planning for retirement. Uh, what's the next tip on the list? The next tip on the list is you need to think about Social Security. Uh, I know I know that that is always a, a, a hot topic anytime I have a conversation with any retiree of any age. But Social Security, folks, it is it is something that you you need to use as a pillar of your retirement because I know many of you are probably out there going, ah, well, you know, I'm not really going to need it. I'm not going to depend on it as much. I promise you are. Uh, because, you know, if you're, and I'm just going to gonna do normal, normal math. We're not doing common core this morning. Um, so it work with me here. If you're, if you're retiring and your full retirement age is 66 years old, and you're going to draw or your projected benefit is is scheduled to draw 2000 per month at 66. If you retire at age 62, you're only going to get 75 cents on the dollar for what you would have drawn. So instead of instead of 2000 per month, Tony, you would you would be reduced to 1500 per month. So right off the bat, that is that is a $500 per month, 6000 per year decrease that you will never get back, right? And from that point on, yes, you will get cost of living adjustments. But if you retire at 62 and you take Social Security at 62, then you have now you have now started your clock or started your 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 Social Security benefits at a much lower rate. If you're married, um, if, if you're driving with your spouse right now, uh, or Tony, please do not tell your wife this, if you were planning <laughs> on drawing at 62, but, uh, if you draw at 62 and you are married, if your wife or your husband, whomever is the lower earning spouse, and they could have drawn off of your benefit, or obviously when one of you passes, they're going to be only able to retain one of the benefits, right? That she or he will step up to the higher of the two. Um, you will always give them a decrease on that number as well. I believe the number right now, I'm pretty sure I, I don't have it pulled up. I think it's 84.5% of 100% of the benefit. So that means once the, per, once the, the higher earner passes, the lower earner not only loses their social security benefit and steps up to the higher, but then they get a reduction of the higher benefit. So all of this has a trickle down effect. You know, if, if you just purely think about the numbers, I know most people are like, Oh, well, but if I draw at 62, you know, I, I, I multiply times 12 and then times five, and I'm going to get X number of dollars more. Yes, that is that is 100% true if you don't count a few things like cost of living adjustments, like the impact on your spouse. So 
there's a lot of things that you need to think about. And if you're 55 to 65 years old, uh, you have not yet reached your full retirement age. You need to think about what what is that going to do to you, not only you, but also to your spouse. Okay. Some of the other things we need to think about is where we're going to get our income from. Uh, you have you have heard me, Tony, rant and rave about this. Why? It's because so many times, and, and I hear it all the time. I, I hear people that come in and say, you know, Travis, I, th- I think whenever we retire, we want to take all the money out of our Roth and pay off, you know, this this bill or that bill or pay off our car or pay off this, pay off that. I would really encourage you to give that some significant thought, Tony, because if that's your plan, you're also foregoing the, the, the future benefit of what happens if in retirement, if you do have that Roth bucket of money and you need, let's say, $60,000, well, and I'm just giving you just a target number. So if you need 60,000, say 25,000 is coming from Social Security uh, because you took it at 62, that means you're going to have to supplement $35,000 of income from your nest egg. Well, if all that's coming from taxable money, not only are you going to have to take more than 35 because Uncle Sam's got to get his, but you also have just caused your Social Security to be taxed more aggressively. So what if that same scenario, what if you were still getting the 25,000 of social security, but now you have, let's say the ability to take 20,000 of that from Roth and the other 15 or 20 from your traditional IRA. Chances are your tax bracket's gonna be considerably lower because guess what's not reported on your 1040? Oh boy. Roth. Yep, the Roth IRA. There you go. So yeah, your, that's your, awesome. your modified adjusted gross is lower, your social security tax awesome. is lower. I mean, that's why whenever people, I I cringe when people say, should I take it out and pay this off? Absolutely not, right? Um, Some of the other things, and I I know we're running short on time because time tends to get away from me especially, (laughs) uh, but ladies and gentlemen, check your risk. Tony, if if you're in that category as well, and I know you are, check your risk, right? Because, you know, I've seen people come in and they've had the same investment since they were in their 20s and 30s. And while that may still be, you know, netting them good, positive results, you also need to think about the fact that your portfolio is now about to have to start producing income, not just not just be able to sit there and and ride the ups and downs. Right. Because whether you have to take income because you need it to supplement your retirement or whether you're forced to take income because of your RMDs at age 70 and a half you're going to have to start producing income and that has a totally different impact on your retirement. So maybe your investment mix, maybe your retirement plan needs to change because your situation is about to change. Well, you know what? Uh, The time has flown by. I think we need a part two to this show because we're almost out of time, Travis. Absolutely. Uh, Folks, if you have questions, give us a call 877-269-0839 or visit us on the web at navigatingretirementradio.com. And if, if if you call in and you ask a question or if you come in our office, we will give you a copy of our book, Navigating the Storm. Uh, you, that, that will be complimentary on us. We will be happy to sit down with you, answer any questions you have and, and get you on the right path to the, to retirement. So you're not sleeping with the fishes like Luca Brazzi. I'm just kidding. 
Another Godfather reference. All right. That does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.